Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What is going on, guys? It is Sunday, June 4th, 2017. I'm Gary. I'm Josh. Let's talk soccer. What's going on, dude? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I can't believe it is another weekend that we're actually already into June. This year is like halfway gone already. Pretty insane. Yeah. Um, speaking of insane, some insanely good football yesterday. Champions League final. Well, good if you're a Real Madrid fan, I suppose. Yes. I mean, good if you love goals. Because yes. other than maybe the, the last goal scored, all of – I mean – at least four of the five goals yesterday were quite outstanding. Yes. I mean, especially the Mandzukic goal. Yes. Super Mario, which is a beautiful overhead kick. Let's talk for a minute about um, about the game. Uh, what's sort of your, your overall impression? Uh, well, I saw that it seemed like the first 10, 15 minutes of the match, Juventus was dominating. They seem to have a lot of possession, even in the first half in general. Yeah, and then uh, once Ronaldo scored, that sort of, in the 20th minute, that sort of uh, got them more, got Real Madrid more fired up. And yeah. And they started playing a bit more. Yeah. Uh, then Juventus, I mean, what can you say? Mandzukic with an amazing goal. Oh my god, just incredible. We posted that on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. I know it's gotten a ton of views. Um, just an absolutely amazing goal. Yeah, and then... After that, Real Madrid and Juventus sort of just played it out till halftime. Yeah. And then, in the second half, everything changed. And Real Madrid came out flying. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, you knew you knew Ronaldo was going to get at least a goal uh-huh. in this game because he he just plays big in big games. And, and he knew that it was on him to get this started for his team. And he did with an absolutely lovely goal. That goal in the 20th minute was phenomenal. The response by Mandzukic, even more phenomenal. Yes. Uh, Casemiro's goal in the 61st minute in that second half was an absolute cracker of a shot. Yeah, that, and, I mean, it was just a beautiful shot. And just came on. sprinting. I mean, just came running from, you know, almost half halfway, it seemed, um, and just took a beautiful strike at it. Yeah, and that was sort of when the game kind of, sort of started to just sort of lean to Real Madrid a bit more. Yeah, it sort of you could tell even at the beginning of the second half it felt like the um the energy had shifted that Real Madrid um had the ball more frequently and especially more frequently in their attacking third, um keeping Juve under pressure. Juve never seemed to really take it past midfield a lot, especially in the first half of the second half. Yeah. Um <clears throat> And that Casemiro goal then was just the dagger. That ultimately became the game-winning goal. Um, and then just to sort of put the dagger in and twist it a little further, three minutes later, Ronaldo gets his second goal of the match in the 64th minute. Yes. And that was, I mean, great work by Modric. He was a bit of an oh unsung hero. If you watch Modric, as that play is building, he goes and dispossesses the Juve player, tracks him down, and then just takes that ball to the... To the, the far touch line, um, and just a beautiful ball played to Ronaldo, right to his feet, and Ronaldo just, just volleys it in. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And then in the 90th minute, Asensio comes on a couple of minutes 
prior to that, obviously a good sub by Zizou and, um, and Real Madrid walk away with it. Um, unfortunate for Juventus, especially for Gigi Buffon, who has won every trophy just about that a team can win except for a Champions, for a Champions League, um, which is unfortunate. I don't know that he'll be around long enough, although maybe Juve get back again next year. Yeah, it's always possible. <clears throat> it is always possible. They're a heck of a team, you know, uh, holding on to, you know, players like Iguain and Dybala is going to be tough. I think, um, but if any team in Italy can do it, it certainly is Juve. You know, I know I mentioned uh, possession. It was really pretty even. Um, you know, through the entire 90 minutes, um, Real had 56% possession and, and Juve had 44 So fairly even um, when you look at it that way. But just offensively... Um, 18 attempts on goal by Real, only 11 by Juve. Um, you know, the shots on target were higher. You know, it just it just all sort of um, started to fall together. Now, two of the goals that Real Madrid scored were off of deflections. Slight deflections by a Juve defender, but enough to throw Buffon sort of off his footing um, and leaning the wrong way. So a little bit of luck. Um, came in some of that, but but altogether, just an amazing performance um, by Real Madrid. Cristiano Ronaldo has a couple of milestones. One is a record. He um, is the first player to ever score in three Champions League finals. Yeah, that's not that's not really a surprise. I mean, he sets no. records basically every day. And I believe what he also got his 600th goal. Yes. Yesterday. And also Mandzukic. Becomes the fifth ever player to score in two different finals for two different clubs. Yes. Now, there are also records, if you just look at overall European Cup finals, not just Champions League, but European Cup finals, um, De Stefano uh, for Real Madrid has scored in five <laughs> yeah, finals. Yeah, that was, that was the five years where I'm pretty sure they won all five. They were five consecutive. It was 56, 57, 58, 59, and 60. Um, you're right. Um, so prior to um, Ronaldo having this this record all to himself, um, Eto and Raul yes. were the the other two um, to have that. So um, amazing, amazing performances all the way around. And of course, Cristiano, um, yet another trophy. Yeah, in his case, keeps on keeps on getting. I would say hard to argue he's not the best player in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, he's supposedly in a bit of a decline, <laughs> but he, I'm pretty sure he scored more than 50 goals and more than a goal per game, so that's a pretty good decline. I'm sure fans of, of, of any team, any player, would love to see their player in a decline, using yeah. air quotes like Ronaldo's in. We were talking about it yesterday. The past 12 months for him have been... Amazing. Amazing. He's won now two Champions League finals. He's won La Liga. Um, Portugal won the Euros. Uh, he's setting scoring records and hitting big milestones left and right. It's, life is pretty good for Cristiano. Yeah, and I saw this thing where I'm pretty sure it was Messi says that Ronaldo only scores against small teams. Mm. So Ronaldo's response was oh, – sorry, I'm sorry. Ramos's response to that was – yeah, because there's no team bigger than Real. I like that. Can't really argue with that either. Ramos has his back. 
All right, let's switch gears here for a moment then. All right, even though we are not in uh, the Premier League season, obviously, right now, it doesn't mean that we can't look at fantasy type stuff. So we're going to keep posting on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. We're going to keep posting fantasy-related stuff because it's never too soon to start thinking about the upcoming season. And with that in mind, someone had asked a question through Instagram fairly recently saying, what about players from the newly promoted teams? Who should we be looking at? Who might be a good bargain or a good value to go get? So wanted to answer that question because I think it's a great question. So the three teams that have been promoted are Brighton and Hove Albion. Yes. Newcastle, who's new, no stranger to uh, to the Premier League. And Huddersfield Town. Yes. Okay. So looking at leaders from those three teams, you know, goals, assists, different things like that. Here are some players to look at and consider. And we'll, we'll go through these again as we get closer um, to having to actually put your teams together. But just some stuff to start. Some food for thought. From Huddersfield, there's a player named Tommy Smith. Yes. He has 10 assists, which was tied for second in the EFL championship. Now, I believe that there were a lot there are quite a few players that had 10 assists, but he's among them. So definitely someone, you know, you get some nice points off of those assists. So um, definitely something to look at. Both John Joe Shelby from Newcastle. We know that John Joe is no stranger as well to the Premier League. Yeah, he League. might just be a good pickup just because he has experience. Absolutely. And Anthony Lockhart of Brighton and Hove Albion. They're both tied with eight assists. Yes. So, again, some good players to look for. From Newcastle, Dwight Gale. And from Brighton and Hove, Glenn Murray. Each had 23 goals <laughs> this past season in the championship. So they were tied for second in the league. Yeah, that's, that's, a, very high, that's a very high number. And even if they get even just half of that, yeah. that's still going to rack up a lot of points. Yeah. Sorry, I think I said Lockhart. His name is Knockhart, Anthony Knockhart. Um, Anthony Knockhart, who I, I mentioned a moment ago, um, had eight assists in the league, also has 15 goals. So he might be the man. If you had to zero in on one guy, 15 goals, eight assists, that's a lot of points. Yes. He may be the man to look for. So just keep those in mind. We'll post those names, and again, we'll we'll go through those as we get closer, but definitely some players to start looking at. We're also on our Instagram account posting sort of throwbacks each day. We'll look back at a different game week. We'll do the uh, the high-scoring team from that game week as well as the dream team from that. Yes. But now's a great time, and we'll start – we have started, and we'll continue to also post statistics related to top performers, you know, on a team-by-team basis or a category tight basis. So just, again, to start giving you some food for thought of, of what your team might look like. Um, of course, there's lots of transfers to consider as well, and we're going to talk about those in a moment. But, um, but you know, you can start to sort of uh, put together a, a rough idea of what your team might be looking like yes. next season. Transfers. And we've been posting a lot of these too. Lots of rumors. Yes. Lots and lots of rumors going around. So we figured maybe we'll go through a few of these. Um, we posted 
just recently, as a matter of fact, a really cool, it's a, a top 10 list uh, by a website called Football Whispers. And they have an algorithm that ranks the likelihood of these transfer rumors actually uh, coming to fruition, actually happening. Um, and you'll see the top 10 there. Um, you know, number one is Morais of Benfica going to Man City. And I guess it looks like five. So it's a scale of one to five, five being the most likely to happen. He's at a five. Jermaine Defoe is at a 4.9, moving from Sunderland to Bournemouth. Yeah, seeing that Sunderland went down, that seems pretty likely that a player yeah. like him should be in the Premier League. Aubameyang is a 4.2 ranking, moving from Dortmund to PSG. I honestly would have expected him to go somewhere other than PSG, um, but these guys have an algorithm. I don't. <laughs> I just go based off of, of what I see in here. Um, probably one of the biggest pieces of transfer news or rumors, and this might be a combination of both, is Griezmann was originally thought to be going to Man U, um, and then he came out maybe uh, – late yesterday or early today saying that or basically all but saying that he's staying put at Atleti, that he's going to sign a new contract. Um, so not quite sure what the deal is there, but that might have been a lot of hype over nothing. Yeah, and certainly a lot of hype for Man U possibly destroyed. Yeah, uh, but, you know, they've got money and there's other players to look at. Um, man, Aubameyang sitting right there. I mean, why not go maybe bring him in? Yeah. So, so we shall see. Um, also in that list, uh, and this is a rumor, is that Liverpool are looking at going after Virgil van Dijk of yes. Southampton as our man city, supposedly, looking at him. The rumors of Hazard going to, or at least entertaining the thought of going to Real Madrid, um, are quite real. Especially, you know, Hazard just won the Premier League. Um, the next step for him, now that he has that title, the next step for him is uh, to win a Champions League. Yeah. I, I just don't know that a Premier League team is going to get it done. They certainly haven't. In quite a while, so why not go to a proven winner and go straight to the team that just won it? You know? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it's definitely not uh, not a possibility that they can go and win three in a row. So yeah, why not take it right now? Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Let's go ahead and look at some other rumors. Um, Man, you have supposedly. Uh, put their price tag on what it would take for, for them to part ways with De Gea, and that's 80 million pounds. <laughs> that's... <clears throat> for a goalkeeper. That's quite a lot, and it's really just asking for Real Madrid, is it worth 80 million? I know they do have lots of money, but is it worth... Is he worth that much? Yeah, and you got if you're Real Madrid, you've got to ask yourself, um, you know, they just won, fairly easily won the Champions League final. Um, with their current goalkeeper. Navas had an amazing save yesterday. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Right-handed, just stretched out, got his hand on the ball, knocked it, knocked it wide. Um, you know, maybe Navas isn't their, their forever goalkeeper, but, um, do they need to, yeah, do they need to pay 80 million plus just to 
to get to Haya. Yeah, and also, like, it's a lot of people probably would think that De Gea is a better goalkeeper than Kaylor Navas. Yes. But the question is, how much better is he than right, Kaylor Navas? Right. <clears throat> right. What What is he going to do for them? They won the league and they won Champions League. What else is there to do for them to win? Right. Um, Mbappe, probably the other than maybe Griezmann, probably the hottest um, rumored player out on the transfer market, and now Man U have supposedly entered that race, um, just get in line with everyone else, including Real Madrid and Arsenal. Um, now maybe Mbappe being buddies with Paul Pogba, you know, being on the French national team together, maybe that'll have a little, uh, you know, play a little role in that. But, um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he goes and for how much money he goes. Yes. Um, Musa Dembele, Celtic star, 18-year-old, I believe. Yes. Maybe he's turned 19 since I last heard, but um, he's got a lot of teams coming after him, and it looks like the talks with uh, Milan, with AC Milan, have um, have are further along than they are with any other team, including Chelsea and Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, he could be a hot one. Yeah. Leicester City, supposedly want Gilfie Sigurdsson. I mean, right after a near relegation for both teams, I mean, it really depends on if he wants to take the money. Yeah, and, you know, it, it sounds like Mares is going to leave. He's asked to leave Leicester City, so they need someone to fill that role. Yes. And lastly, as it's reported here, or maybe not lastly, maybe second to lastly, um, supposedly Zlatan has played his last game for Manchester United. His deal expires on June 30th, so the end of this month, and um, he will not be offered a new contract according to Goal.com. And now, lastly, Real Madrid are considering selling Gareth Bale to Man U, or maybe they work out some sort of a swap with De Gea. Yeah. um, Considering that Bale was, at one point, was the highest transfer fee in history... It'll be interesting to see how much money they'll be able to get out of him. Yeah, he's a proven, um, you know, top-notch player in the Premier League. Um, He had a bit of a rough start at Real Madrid, but things even out quite nicely. You know, just coming back from an injury, it was nice to see him get a little bit of playing time, you know, in in Wales, uh, in Cardiff yesterday in the Champions League final. Um, So, I mean, he's he's quite a player. Yeah, I have no doubt that he... We'll just continue to be a great player and continue to grow. It's really about can he stay fit? Yeah, it's been a lot of things with players like Royce. They're all really they're proven players. Yeah, it's just they're nagging injuries, right? Yes. Absolutely. All right, I think that's going to do it for the transfer rumors today. And of course, we'll keep posting those um, as we get them. And before we end today. And we did post something kind of neat and cool on our Instagram page. Josh is a, a what's the right word? A treasure chest of um, did you know sorts of facts. This kid knows more, I won't even call it trivia, because trivia makes it sound like unimportant or, you know, um, useless information. But this kid knows more about the sport of soccer or football than anyone else I know, including just random stuff. So let's let's do a couple here. Okay, so 
as we posted on our Instagram, if you want to see it, uh, you can go to our Instagram, Let's Talk Soccer. Yep. Uh, Rogerio Senni, the goalkeeper, uh, well, former goalkeeper for Sao Paulo, scored 131 goals in his career, and he's a goalkeeper. Yes, pretty amazing. 131 yes. goals for a goalkeeper. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not It's not even like it was just 131 penalties. He right. was their free kick taker. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty crazy. And that's more than a player we were just talking about, right? Yes, that's more <clears throat> club goals than Gareth Bale, who is on 127 currently. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And another fact is, the manager by the name of Leroy Rosenier, uh was manager of the team by the name of Torquay for 10 minutes in 2007. Might be Torquay. Torquay, Torquay, yes. He was manager for 10 minutes. In 2007. 10 minutes. Uh, the reason was, so he was appointed as manager while the club was being taken over by new owners, and the owners wanted him gone. So the outgoing owners, 10 minutes before, or maybe, yeah, 10 minutes before the new owners took over, said, hey, Leroy, we want you as our manager, and he was all excited for about 9 minutes and 45 seconds, and then the incoming owners said, oh, by the way, you're out of a job. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> how does that happen? I don't know. There, there's definitely a communication breakdown there somewhere. I wonder if the outgoing uh, owners just tried to do something just to make a last-ditch you know, effort, just to make a mark or, or make a statement or something, but that, that clearly, poor Leroy. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Only 10 minutes as a manager. So if you're listening, if you own a club and you're looking for a manager, give Leroy a chance for yes. at least 15 minutes. At least. That's right. All right, guys. You know where to find us. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere that you can download podcasts. And you know that you can also find us in a big, big way on Instagram. We're getting close to 20,000 followers. Let's do it. Tell your friends about it. Tell them about this podcast because sharing is... Caring. Yes, it is. As always, guys, have an amazing, amazing week. Keep your eyes on those transfer rumors. Start thinking about your FPL squad. And you can always hit us up on Instagram. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer. Until next time, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.